Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. And now, here's the country doctor with a city education, Dr. Mike. We're going to discuss some pretty awesome research going on in treating type 1, type 1 diabetes. My guest is Dr. Todd Brusco. He conducted his graduate training at the University of Florida College of Medicine. Uh, and he was, while he was there, he was awarded the Graduate Fellowship for Outstanding Research Award. And when his um, research that he's doing was pitched to me, you know, that's what we call it in the in the radio business. We get pitched these topics and stuff. And uh, my my awesome producer Sheldon Baker sends me the pitches, and I kind of go through them. And it really caught my eye. And I was like, Yeah, I want I want to have Dr. Bruce go on the show. Uh, because what he's doing, I think, is is pretty fascinating, and I kind of want to see where he's at and where he's going with this. So, Dr. Brusco, welcome to Healthy Talk. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. So let let's do this first, though. Let um let's do a quick little review of diabetes type one versus type two, uh, and uh, just so my listeners kind of know the difference in where we're at. So, give us a little review of type one versus type two. Sure. So. Type 1 and type 2 are two fundamentally very different diseases. Uh, type 2 diabetes is, is really caused by uh, a resistance to insulin, and a lot of this is sort of diet-induced. Um, it's a lifestyle disease, whereas type 1 is really an autoimmune condition. What I mean by that is that the body's own immune system is targeting and attacking insulin-producing beta cells. So young, typically young individuals that get type 1 diabetes, their immune system has actually killed off a lot of the cells that make insulin. So the way that we think about treating those two diseases is very different than in one case with type 1 diabetes. Uh, these patients require lifelong injections of insulin to replace the insulin that they have lost. Whereas in type 2 diabetes, we can actually do quite a bit uh, by altering diet and, and sort of lifestyle sure. decisions. Well, Dr. Brusco, so when you look at type 1 diabetes, which is what, you, what you've been focusing on with your research, it, where has most of the research been over, say, the past couple of decades? It's, it, it, has it been on the autoimmune component of it, or is, has it been on the replacing the beta cells and the pancreas that are destroyed by that autoimmune process? Where is most yeah, so of the research been? That's a, that's a great question. I mean, I, I think, uh, unfortunately, uh, we haven't uh, made a lot of strides in, in sort of targeting the immune components as much as we would like. So, um, and, and this is really one of the critical challenges, I think, because what happens in, in patients with type 1 diabetes is even if you replace beta cells, if you give them stem cells or uh, an islet transplant, their own immune system is going to continue to recognize those cells as, as foreign, unfortunately, and, and go and kill them off again. So I think a lot of what my research has been focused on is how do we correct that underlying sort of fundamental defect in the immune system and uh, sort of retrain their body's immune system to become what is referred to in immunology terms as tolerant to beta cells. Well, so how do we do that? How have you been engineering the immune system to, to do exactly that? So a lot of my uh, the research efforts of my lab and others is uh, directed against uh, at a population of regulatory T cells. And if you think about... Uh, 
how things work in your body, your body, your immune system is really there to, to target viruses and bacteria and pathogens and things that are going to make you sick. Um, but we have a small population of white blood cells that are in circulation that are there really to keep things in check. And what we now know about autoimmunity in general, and particularly in type 1 diabetes, is that this population of regulatory T cells, for whatever reason, probably mostly genetically driven, has a defect in their ability to keep the immune system in check. So our research efforts have really been directed at Tregs and trying different means to bolster their frequency or activity and function in these patients that develop autoimmune diseases and type one diabetes. Well, so, how do you exactly do it? So, here you have a let's say we have a patient type one uh, diabetic. Mm-hmm. They have these regulatory T cells that are not able to regulate the immune system the way they should. So, there's an attack on on these cells called beta cells in the pancreas where insulin right. is made. What exactly are you doing? How do you? It's almost like to me. It sounds like you're trying to reteach. You know the the. No, that's a great the, yeah. The that's a great analogy. Yeah. Exactly. So what we're what we're doing now is we've actually um, there are research efforts to expand these in a patient, and that can be done through giving them some more of the growth factors that these cells need. But what we've been doing is we actually have protocols where we can isolate these cells from patient blood and grow them in vitro to uh, a large, what we think is going to be a large therapeutic dose of these cells, and they they could be reinfused back into a patient. So you're essentially using their own immune system to sort of retrain uh, and correct the autoimmunity that's going on. And for our projects um, here in particular, that's funded by the DRC, we're, we're linking uh, this ability to isolate these cells and grow them in vitro with biomaterials engineering. And basically what we've done is we've um, made nanoparticles, these very small particles that we can conjugate or, or link to the surface of these regulatory T cells that are going to bolster their survival upon being transferred back into patients. So we've seen um, nice uh, viability and survivability of these these rare populations of cells, and we think they're going to be much more effective moving forward. You know, other efforts in my lab uh, are really directed at how do we make these cells the most uh, specific and potent that we can. So we have other other research projects where we're actually changing the specificity of these cells and directing them specifically to recognize uh, these beta cells and the antigens within them. So it's making them recognize things like insulin and some of the other autoantigen targets in type 1 diabetes. Well, now let me, so you're focusing a lot then on the, how the immune system kind of checks itself, modulates itself with these regulatory exactly. cells. Yeah. Is anybody, is anybody looking at though, why, why are, why is there this attack on these beta cells? Is there a certain uh, receptor, a certain protein that the immune system is getting confused as being some sort of foreign protein that, and that's what's leading to it? Is anybody looking at that aspect of it? Absolutely. So there's um, there's been major uh, sort of 
research efforts to understand why some individuals uh, develop type 1 diabetes. And a lot of this comes down to genetics. So the, the major genetic risk factor is the, this um, molecule called HLA. So there's class 1 and class 2 HLA. And basically what that uh, is, is it, it, it helps. It, it's, it's a way your immune system presents antigens from your cells. And uh, type 1 diabetes in general is sort of linked with a couple high-risk HLA molecules. Uh, and then there's other, you know, there's about 40 genes that confer risk for type 1 diabetes. So we're, we're busy trying to understand how those, uh, those gene variants that are present in the population influence the immune system. Because ultimately, type 1 yeah. is a disease of the immune system. That's what uh, initiates uh, the disease process. Uh, obviously, there, there can be environmental interactions with that. And there are all kinds of interesting theories about what is triggering that initial immune response. It could be um, a lack of early breastfeeding. It could be alterations in the, the gut microbiome could be early viral infection that's sort of triggering this process. Uh, but uh, at, at the end of the day, the immune system is really the driving force uh, leading right. to beta cell death. It's, it's really interesting because somewhere in all of this is the answer to curing type 1 diabetes, right? I mean, some, somewhere in this, controlling the immune system, helping it regulate itself, recognizing why it sees some of these cells as foreign, how the environment, somewhere in all this is the answer to this. So it's fascinating research to me, Dr. Brusco. And I know you work through the Diabetes Research Connection, the DRC. So congratulations on your funding from them. And, and I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing. It's awesome stuff. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well.